This is HPR episode 2720 entitled Download YouTube Channels Using the RSS Feeds. It is hosted by Ken Fallon and is about 24 minutes long and carries an explicit flag. The summary is Ken shares a script that will allow you to quickly keep up to date on your YouTube subscriptions. This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate. Hi everybody, my name is Ken Fallon and you're listening to another episode of Hacker Public Radio. Today is going to be the second in a mini-series that I'm doing on YouTube subscription. The last episode I recorded was in response to a Hukos episode where he wanted to watch YouTube channels in reverse order. So watching the oldest first and follow the video producer as they progressed through their uh, voyage of discovery and that's quite useful because um quite a lot of stuff are episodic and sometimes people the channels that i watch i also wanted to do that because tutorials build on tutorials build on tutorials so you end up watching a video and it says well if you haven't seen my video on this then you should go back and watch that and then that has a reference to older stuff so it find it's always easier if you like the channel to go back get all the videos download them and play them I download them in order to to save on bandwidth costs, but also so that I have them safely offline and I can watch them on the train. But also, sometimes the videos disappear for one reason or another and locally. Um, I do delete them after I watch them, usually. Other stuff I, I can save to the NAS, but okay. Anyway, I digress. The disadvantage of that is that for people who produce a lot of content and have been doing it for quite a long time, their number of videos can be into the thousands, hundreds, if not thousands. Uh, the EEV blog took maybe an hour or two to parse using my previous script. And that's a bit of a dis- That's fine the first time you want to download it because it's going to take hours and hours to go through each of the videos and download each of them anyway. But if you just want to check and check the last downloaded time, that means you need to do a query on the video itself download all the information about that, look at the last download time, and then check to see, is that older than the one that I want to download now? Yes, it is. Okay, I'll skip to the next one. And that takes time. Now, I was struggling with this, and by happy coincidence, Dave Morris mentioned that YouTube, if you subscribe to channels, they had a RSS feed per channel, and that you could export your all your channels into an OPML file. Well, this is absolutely ideal because OPML files are basically a playlist of RSS feeds. (coughs) And you should be familiar with RSS feeds because you wouldn't be listening to HPR probably if it wasn't for RSS feeds. And they just allow your uh, podcatcher to go and get the media 
provides an XML method to go get media. So there's a few things in this chain. First of all, you need to be subscribed to the channels, which means people know what your subscriptions are. Of course, you can create a pseudo-anonymous one if you want, but I'm actually thinking that uh, this is kind of the currency of YouTube, the number of subscribers that you have. So I'm quite happy to subscribe to the people that are subscribed to. Now, a lot of YouTube content providers will complain about things like that the bell doesn't work and that you need to get an email when the uh, video comes in and they miss videos because you didn't click the bell and it only recommends videos for you. This bypasses all of that. You will always get all the videos that somebody uploaded, all the current ones, that's air quote. So if somebody's uploaded less than 10, there will be less than 10 in this feed. If they've uploaded more than 10, it will only be the 10 newest ones that are in this feed. But if you check once or twice a week, then assuming somebody posts one video a day, you still have 10 days to get all the video uh, video downloads. And because it is 10 multiplied by the number of videos in your feed, that's the maximum number that you're going to be checking or so. I'm not sure if 10 is the number, but let's say it is. Excuse me one moment. So naturally, YouTube, you need to be subscribed to people on YouTube. So you can go to subscription manager and this is the actually the only part that you need to be logged in for to, uh, for this thing to work because they uh, RSS feed itself doesn't actually require you to be logged in or authenticated to Google. So if this is if you discover a new feed then you log in, you subscribe to that feed, you export your OPML file and then you can log out of Google again and or YouTube and then you're good to go. So the secret URL for the subscription manager is youtube.com forward slash subscription underscore manager, subscription underscore manager. And when you type that in, you'll get to a secret page and it pretty much is a secret page. It looks very much to the subscriptions page, but it's different because right down at the end, you'll see I have 69 subscriptions at the minute. And right down at the end is export to RSS reader and it there's a button export subscriptions and when I do that it up, it asks me to save the file and I always paste in the file name where I'm going to save it as subscription underscore manager dot opml <coughs> excuse me and I also run it through xml lint space dash dash format to basically make it human readable and I use I pipe it through the sponge command back into the same file name again sponge is an excellent command which uh, actually well, I think it was introduced to here on here it allows you to without having to write write to the same file without having to write a temp file and overwrite it so very very cool command anyway I have a bit of a script that I put together and it's broken down into some predictable sections so the first part is um, some variables, which uh, determine what's going to happen. Some of the features, some of the settings that I can do. The second part is some sanity checks to make sure that I've got a subscription file, clean up some log files if they're not there, and maintains a copy of the all the files that have been downloaded. Then I pass parse through the OPML file to get a list of all the rss feeds that are listed in the opml file and inside that loop i go to each and every one of those subscriptions so all six and i extract all the video urls within 
each of those files. So 70 multiplied by 10, so, or you know, say 70 multiplied by 10 is 700 URLs at the end. Maybe there's more, maybe there's less, and I'm not sure. Could be 20 in that. And that basically gives me a list of the URLs that I need to get. Then um, I'm going to go through all that list and I'm going to check and see if I already have downloaded that URL. If I have, then I'm not going to do anything. If I haven't, then I'm going to basically do some checks. So, and then after all that's done, I do some tidying. I loop that produces a list of all the files, a cut down list of all the possible files that I have. So some of them I don't want, some of them I've already downloaded. And that will give me a list of the new files that I want to download. And then it uses YouTube DL again, but this time uh, just downloading a list of these files. Here, YouTube DL, you don't need to figure anything out. These are the ones that I want, and here's where I want you to save it. So let's step through this video file. This, or this bash file, this will be in the show notes uh, as well as copy uh, of my OPML file as it currently stands today and some other links and stuff. So if you're basically going through a bash file, doesn't float your boat, I would suggest you basically go to tomorrow's episode right now but i'll go through this as it is so the first section is the save path and that's where i want to save my files my subscription is the uh, url to the or the location of where my opml file is and what an opml file looks like actually is it's an xml file so you've got an opening element um XML version 1, then it's OPML element, which opens to version 1.1, and inside of that is a body, and inside of that is an outline, and inside of that is another outline. So on the final list of outlines is, um, for each line, there's essentially one line per channel that you subscribe to, and that channel that you subscribe to has an RSS, and within that element itself, just the element tag itself, outline, it has one two three four different attributes in there that gives you some the text and the title seem to be the same they just seem to be the name and the type is rss so it's always there you go and the magic bit that we're looking for is the xml url so that is the url to this particular channel's rss feed and the first part is always the same youtube.com forward slash feeds forward slash video dot xml question mark channel id equals and then each of the channels has a unique identifier so what we're going to be doing in our script is we're going to be taking that file (coughs) and using xml starlet and we're going to be taking out the xml url and the title and we're just taking the title so that we can print something uh, nice to the screen so that we know what's going so if you uh if i take the first one of those and i actually copy and pasted it into youtube and i get a um, basically RSS feed, which is a an atom feed, to be honest. So not a, not as it says an RSS feed, and it gives me the atom feed of the um, of this particular channel. And in that channel, there's an entry for each and every one of the um, one of the videos and publish date, upload date, lots of cool information about this video but at this point about this channel for this video content producer at this point the only one we're interested in is 
the URL, which is stored in the feed element, in the entry element, in the media group element, and the media content content element, then it has an attribute called URL. So in order to get that, we first need to parse the OPML file. So let's start doing that. XML starlet using space SEL for select mode, using space dash capital T for do this as text, space dash T to tell it here comes the template, dash M to say match, forward slash OPML, forward slash body, forward slash outline, forward slash outline, which we described before. Okay, so now we're on the lines itself. Then we're going to produce a list of space delimited things. And we're going to produce two of them with a using the concat attribute, uh, contra, concat function of XML starlet, uh, of XSLT actually, that is provided by XML starlet. And we're looking for the attribute that's at that location, outline, outline, body, blah, blah, XML URL, and then we're going to put a space, and then we're going to put the title of the of the video. And we're doing dash n, so it's going to be a new line between each, which is great because we're putting it into a loop. And we're using subscriptions as, so our script, subscription opium. So that's fantastic. That gives us a list of, in the case, subscription manager, I would have youtube.com. It would produce HTTPS, colon, blah, 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 channel ID equals blah, space, winter garden. And then the next one is blah, 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 space, primitive space technology. Cool thing here is that I'm piping it into while read do, and I'm putting instead of normally you would go while read I, you can actually put two variables. And the first one is subscription and the second one is title. So as there is, the first one will always be the URL and everything else gets dumped into title. And that allows me to echo out getting the title so I know I'm going to have getting winter garden getting um, primitive technology getting John Ward etc 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 then I just do a wget because now I'm dealing with a xml file so all I need to do is wget that to the rss file so I use wget dash q and subscription which is a variable name for the url dash capital specifies the output location and the dash which is send it to standard out. That's fairly common in a lot of Unix tools. And then I pipe that into, you guessed it, XML starlet again. And I use the select command, capital T for, yes, you've been paying attention, text, lowercase t for template, dash M for match, underscore colon, which is a, a really cool thing that XML starlet does um, because XML itself has this horrible thing with namespaces. Uh, namespaces are, there are two Daves on the channel. One is called Dave and the other is called Dave uh, Morris. So the namespace distinguishes one from the other. And what the colon underscore, sorry, what the underscore colon does, it says use the default namespace. Don't bug me about that. And then I can specify the other one. So underscore feed underscore colon feed forward slash underscore colon entry forward slash media colon group because that's a separate media type and then under that element media colon content don't worry too much about it just think of it as like unix directory paths that's what xpath kind of does and in there it says you're going to find an attribute called url and that's the one i want you to print out 
and print it out. You will, because I've told you to do it using the dash V command for value. And then space the dash N for a new line. And then the dash to say, we're not finished. Send it to standard output. And then we send it to awk and we use the F, capital F, awk space capital F to specify a delimiter outside of awk. So going into awk, we will already have specified what the delimiter is. And it's a question mark. And the reason for that is the URL's media content gives you versions. Version equals three, version equals one. So if somebody's uploaded it, personally, I don't care. I will always get the latest one. So that's what I want. So I just return back $1. <coughs> and that will give me a clean URL. So basically what it does is it's, we've gone to the channel's OPML file. We've opened up the, R the RSS feed and we've stripped out all the YouTube URLs that are now current. So all the possible, all the possible ones that we can get, we now have them in a in a list, which is log file underscore get list. And what we're going to do then is we're going to go through, loop through that list and we're going to do some cool things. Uh, first of all, we're going to have a count and then we're going to sort it get a unique and a word count of it. So we're going to have a count and a total. And we're going to keep track of the count. And we're going to say downloading count of total so that we can update a feed bar on the bottom of the screen showing how many we've processed as we go, which is kind of cool. Then um, the first thing we do is we check to see if this video is stored in our log file. So similar to the way Bash Potter does it, Anytime it downloads a media file, it keeps a track of that in a log file. We check the log file. Are you Have you already downloaded this? If it's in there, it skips it. What you'll find is that YouTube DL also maintains a list of what it's downloaded and won't download it again. You can override that as well if you wish. But I want to do it belt and braces style. So um, in order to make my life easier and nicer, there's a few things that I want to be able to do. Uh, for a start, I sometimes um, get links to uh, live events or long events that have 24, 48 hours on them. And I want to be able to limit the maximum size of the video that I download. And so I have a variable max length. Um, and then I have a, another thing called, excuse my French, skip crap, uh, which is a array of or which is a string that contains a egrep or a grep regular expression command where i put in a list of stuff that i don't want to download for example uh fail of the week uh, kids react to live stuff best pets bloopers or kids try all that stuff that you you know junk anything that's junk you put in there i don't use it in this script i use it in another one um, which uh, we can talk about later. So, um, several things that I'm able to get. One thing that uh, YouTube DL does is it allows you to go to your URL and use, using the command dash dash dump dash JSON, you will get a complete JSON file of all the metadata associated with that video file. All the formats that is available in, the upload time, more information than you can shake a stick at. Absolutely excellent tool. And then I use the 
JSON equivalent of XML Starlet, which is JQ. And that allows me to strip up, for example, JQ-uploader will give you the uploader. Dot title will give you the title. Dot upload date will give you the upload date. Dot ID will give you the ID. Dot duration will give you the duration. So this makes it absolutely really, really easy to to work with uh, these video files. You get all the metadata you need to produce nice, clean error messages. So first thing I do is I check to see if the duration is sane because sometimes it's it's zero. Um, and if the duration is strange, I skip over that one. Otherwise, I look to see if the duration is greater than the max length that I had before. And if it does, it uh, skips that one and says, you told me not to download this one. And sometimes I'll, I'll keep it, an eye on those and see, oh, but that one I actually do want to download. And then um, the next one is uh, running the uh, grep filter to make sure that uh, to skip over any any of the stuff that I don't want to download. And then finally, we get, um, it prints off the uh, video that it found, use, or tells you that who uploaded it, what the title is, and what the URL is. And then it pipes that into a to-do text file. Another thing that I do then is I save the metadata description of the um, of the JSON, uh, which is what you see on the YouTube when YouTube channel when you go to it and you click more info and you see all the information. Quite a lot of the videos that I download have um, you know links to the components that they use in it or how tos or links links to the Git GitHub repositories or whatever, and all that's available right there. The only thing is it has uh, escape codes like slash n and slash t for new lines and tabs. <coughs> So what I do is I run that in a dollar bracket thing. Dave, sorry, can't remember what that's called. And I use the echo dash E and then command substitution, is it? Dollar open bracket echo metadata into JSON, JQ space description. And then I put that to a, a video ID dot text. So if ever I need to go back and have a look at what it was that somebody the links somebody had in a video I can get it right there so that's really really useful um, and that that I keep even if I delete the video itself and if so that is the loop so if I found a video that gets added to the to-do uh, to-do list and if I haven't found a video it says processing count of count so and it uses the um, dash n dash e so it uh, doesn't print a new line and it uses escape codes and one cool one there is the slash r which means when you print it off it goes back to the start of the line so it looks like um it looks like only the number processing one two three four five six seven of total has been updated so that's kind of cool and then i exit the loop and i index the count using count equals uh dollar open bracket open bracket count plus one close bracket close bracket thank you again Dave. So now I have a list and I check to see if there is one because sometimes there isn't because if I run it twice after each other there's been no uploaded files but if there is then I cat the to-do file into YouTube DL and this time I'm using 
dash dash bash batch dash file with a dash saying that it's going to be a batch file and it's coming from standard input and then the old classic ignore errors no m time restrict file names format equals mp4 dash o save path and then uh subdirectory of uploader subdirectory uh inside the subdirectory upload date dash then the title and my diamond delimiter and then the id and then the extension and i cast that to the once that's downloaded i cat that entire to do file into the log file so that when i run this again all the videos that i have downloaded are already in the log file and then there's just a little bit of cleanup so i hope you didn't find that too boring because um uh yeah it's actually quite a nice script this this one i'm sometimes you have scripts that just don't go wrong and we'll be talking about that in the next one and you have scripts that improve over time and this one has improved over time i think so i'm welcome your feedback constructive of course and as always tune in tomorrow for another exciting episode of hacker public radio you've been listening to hacker public radio at hackerpublicradio.org We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website, or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.